This is Everything with Allie Levine, hosted by Hollywood mom, celebrity stylist, influencer, and Bravo reality star, Allie Levine. On this podcast, you'll get a mix of, well, literally everything, from motherhood to fashion, lifestyle to spiritual well-being, all real and raw. Allie interviews celebrities, experts, influencers, entrepreneurs, and so much more. Tune in weekly to be inspired, empowered, and entertained. Welcome back. I am so, so excited for today's guest. Yes, that's plural. I have three beautiful ladies and mamas, entrepreneurs, just amazing women who I fell in love with their company and everything they're doing. I have Tosh, Madeline, and Whitney, who are the owners and creators and founders of the amazing company Ivy City Co., which you guys have seen me on social media wearing all the time. I love their dresses. I love everything that they stand for. Their fashion is all about like making people feel good. They're always innovating things that just don't exist. They're always recreating these beautiful dresses that just really aren't out there. And I love their story and I love how they came together and their message they spread on social media. And I've been telling them for so long as I've been wearing their clothes, like I have to have you on my show. Like you guys are just so cute and have such an amazing business. I love supporting you. So I'm going to give you a little background and let the ladies tell it all. So where it all began, the year was 2015. You know, the Taylor Shift was shaking it off on her 1989 tour. Hamilton was the hottest ticket on Broadway and Adele singing Hello from the Other Side was stuck in all of our heads. Meanwhile, Natasha Thomas was at home with her young babes, swept up in the feeling that she was meant to create something more in addition to her sweet family. Being a mom was her number one priority, but she realized there was no reason she couldn't fulfill a lifelong personal dream and be a mother. So she dove right in, deciding it was time to start her own clothing shop. As someone who loves to be surrounded by friends and share her adventures, Tosh sought out her childhood best friend, Whitney Smith, to join her in this new endeavor. Whitney, a certified CPA and a fellow fashion lover, seemed like the perfect match to couple with Tosh's passion and experience. It was an instant yes, let's do this. So there's so much more to your guys' story, but I want to like dive right in and let you guys tell a little bit more about the three of you, how you came together, how Ivy City Co. was born, and like just fangirl over how amazing this brand is you guys built five years ago. Wow, thank you. You're welcome. Welcome to, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you guys all on. We've been trying to do this for quite some time and then COVID hit and then we couldn't all like get together in a room. And I mean, so now finally the three of you are together and I'm, you know, socially distanced, but we're making it happen. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having us. We're just so excited to be here and we feel honored. Oh, um, I'm so glad. We guys know I love, love wearing your amazing clothes. I've been wearing them since Amelia and you guys always make me feel so fabulous and beautiful and like have that, you know, passion and what I'm wearing, which you guys know I'm all about, you know, as a stylist and everything with fashion. And I just love your message. So, so tell us like, how was Ivy City, you know, really born and like, how did the three of you come about? Okay. Well, first of all, we just have to say you've been such an amazing supporter. We're so grateful for you. And we love seeing you, you know, rocking your Ivy City Co. Um, okay, so just a backstory. Me and Whitney have been best friends since middle school. Mm-hmm. And we did drill team together. <laughs> we did study abroad together. We lived Roommate. together in yeah. college. 
And then we both got married and I feel like we just kind of naturally distanced because we were, you know, married kind of when he was going to school to, in, to be a CPA in accounting. And I had done hair school. So that's kind of my background is I did hair school and I got pregnant like super, super fast. So I had a honeymoon baby, which I always knew I wanted to be a mom like super fast. Like I always knew I wanted to be a mother, but I've always had this passion for creating and having that like creative side of me. And so I naturally with like hair, I feel like I love to decorate my house and I've always loved fashion. Me and Whitney would just share clothes in college and high school. <laughs> and anyway, we, we kept in contact forever, but I just more and more started feeling like I just wasn't feeling fulfilled um, being a mom and doing hair on the side. I just, and like, that's kind of when e-commerce really started becoming a thing. And I just like would stay awake at night being like, gosh, I just really feel like I want to explore doing e-commerce and doing more fashion. So that's when I decided, I'm like, I'm just going to go for my dream. Like I am going to stop thinking about it and I'm just going to start going for it. So I talked to Whitney about it and she was like, you know what, like my fashion, my passion is in fashion also. And we know that we are best friends and we've been friends forever. And my husband quote was like, I'm going to invest in your dream Tosh and starting your own business, but you have to have a partner who in like is not good at things or no, is better at the things that you're not good at. Does, did I say that right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So basically me and Whitney compliment each other so well because I feel like my strengths are her weaknesses and her strengths are my weaknesses, but yet we have the same vision and the same like style and just like wanting to empower women and making clothes that like, we just really feel like we couldn't find just like stuff that made us feel beautiful, but yet classy and timeless. And so that's kind of how it began. And we started... I don't know how, I don't know if you want the long version or the short version. I'll try, I'll, I'll try and give you the short version. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Give us, give us, give us a good, you know, the good tea, but we want to know, understand how this happened. Yeah. So to understand, so me and Whitney first dove in and wanting to design our own label, but we felt like we had a lot to learn. We didn't know where to start. We didn't know who manufacturers were. We just like, we're kind of lost. Like we really started from the ground up and just figuring it all out on our own. So we started, we designed our first dress and it went well, but as you know, when you're manufacturing, you have to make big quantities. And when you don't have that fan base or, you know, that microphone letting people know, it took us a while to sell it, but we finally did. And me and Whit were like, okay, like this is not really working. Like we need to start doing smaller quantity and just like building our brand. So that's when we started getting into the wholesale side and it went really well for a while. We were growing pretty fast. And then we felt like we hit this wall where all of a sudden everyone in Utah started their own boutique. And we were like, this is not fun anymore. Like I see someone wearing something that we sold, but they could have bought it at like five other boutiques. So we're all selling the same brands, fighting for the same things. And then people started like, like, cutting our prices and saying, Hey, we're selling this and it's sold for so much more at Ivy city co. And so we just were like, Hey, this is not working. And we, so we decided to kind of go back to the drawing board and be like, who is Ivy city co? Like, what is our vision? And that's when we were like, okay, dresses are our thing. Like we're going to just go and make 
like do one thing and do it right. So we just put all of our eggs in one basket, really start getting our manufacturing down. And along this way, like we'd been learning, like we'd been getting more and more confident with just doing manufacturing in our own label. So we, that was going well. We knew it. We found our vision. We were starting to rebrand and we were starting to like get a new logo and a new website. And I remember thinking, I was telling Whitney, I'm like, gosh, I just like love our designs and I would die to see my little girl in this like adult, like super cute dress. So that is when the mini line was um, born and we were kind of scared. Whitney was like, I don't know, Tosh, about this. Because <laughs> I feel like it was a little bit, I don't know, it was like four years it ago. It was premature, yeah. When like it wasn't, matching wasn't really a thing like it is now. So it was total risk, but it paid off super fast. Like we knew the first time we posted the Instagram picture of me and Annie wearing the green Arabella we knew we were onto something. We're like, all right, we found our vision. We know what Ivy City Co is about and we are just ready to go for it all in. And that is when me and Whitney are like, all right, we feel like we've done all we can, but we're not marketers. Like we just felt like we were missing something and we were searching, we we're putting our feelers out. We we're trying to find like someone who's just like an awesome marketer, someone who can really teach us to kind of help us be that next like partner to take us to the next level. And that is when we met with Madeline. And I think I'll let Mads take it over now. Do you have any questions about the first part of our story? I know it's a world. Oh, I love it. I've been <laughs> like listening like so engrossed because I love that you're sharing so much of this detail because I think there's so many that listen to my show and other podcasts and everything. And they look at social media and they look at like, you know, your amazing brand and your following and everything with Ivy City Co. And they think, oh my God, like, you know, they're, you know, they're amazing, obviously, but also like, wow, like, look how cool, you know, they are. And they don't think about all the work that you just described that you're not even done with yet, the, how it took to get to where you were and the investment in your business and the ups and downs and all the challenges. And then the going, okay, we've got our mission. We've got our why now, where are we going? And what's the next piece? And I think a lot of times the social media and everything, you know, people lose sight of the fact that like, there is so much behind the business and the pretty pictures. And like, especially for you guys having such gorgeous dresses, you know, for women and for the minis and those beautiful pictures and aesthetics and everything you guys do. I'm sure people don't always think when they see those, like, oh my gosh, so much work must go into that. They just think about that beautiful picture. So thank you for sharing, you know, that realness behind your business and everything that it's taken for you to like go through all these different steps. So go ahead. I want to hear the next part. Totally. Well, I just want to say like, in response to that very kind comment, um, like for listeners, I want them to know, like, this is a crazy whirlwind story, but honestly, when Tasha Wood started this, it was based on a gut feeling of wanting to do something. It wasn't based on, oh, we have all this funding to do it. And, oh, we have a connection with a manufacturer. Like they truly started from ground zero. And I know how intimidating that can be for people, especially like women who do have kids and feel like the world is telling them they can't do it all. That like, if you really have the passion to do it and you can make it happen if you go for it. So even though it's been hard, it's been worth it and it is possible. So I really want people to know that that's a big part of what we do. And I think as we've been growing, people think we're a bigger company than we are. Like I think back to a year, just a year ago, we were shipping out of a house still. We had, it was just us three and one girl shipping everything. Like that was it. So amazing. Like, that's, like, crazy. That, like, I understand like that, you know, the growth and like how you're like looking back and you're like, oh my gosh, you're shipping out of a home. But again, like that is so 
so dope to share because it's like we were shipping out of our home like you know what I mean it's like we you know there's so many people who design their garages and do stuff in their little offices in their house or in their living room and it's like let's be real about what this entrepreneurship and this business looks like and like so good for you that you graduated you know from shipping from your home to elsewhere for sure it's been it's been really magical to be honest it's been hard but when the moments hit that are worth it, we just look at each other and we know like that truly was worth it. And we're addicted. Like we're, we can't stop. <laughs> like we're kind of doing what we're destined to do. Like every, you know how it's hard, but nothing is worth it if it's not hard. Totally true. I actually feel like that's a great segue into how I came into this circle because I think it's destiny. Um, so I grew up in Texas and I am like a couple years younger than these girls and my passion and work has always been focused in marketing and, and creative. Um, I studied photography in college and I worked with some um, public and non-public women-owned, non-women-owned um, product-based e-commerce businesses. So digital marketing was my world. I loved it. And I worked for companies I loved for a long time. Um, but I was feeling this pull in myself, um, even though I, I was at a job I loved, um, that I was supposed to be somewhere else. Like, I would come home from work and be like, that was a great day. I loved it. I love who I work with, but I feel like the world needs me to be somewhere else. And I didn't know where it was, but every single day that feeling kept coming back to me. And I would tell my husband, like, Conley, like there's something in the world I'm supposed to be doing. And I don't know what it is. I know it has to do with women. I know it has to do with e-commerce and creating, but I don't know the answer. I feel like I'm supposed to quit my job and it will all fall into place. And he's like, well, maybe find the new thing and then quit your job. I'm like, no, no. Like, I feel like I have to just go all out for this dream that I don't even know what it is. And he trusts me. He's like, okay, I trust you, but maybe let's try to figure out in like two to three months. So we have money. I'm like, cool. I'm just going to go for it. So I like prayed and I cried and I, I quit a job that I loved and it was so hard. I cried about it for like two weeks because I felt like it was a big breakup but then one day I just woke up and I knew everything was going to work out and it was the right choice. And it was that very day that I get a message from Whitney, who I knew from Bunko. We play Bunko out here. I don't know if y'all do that. <laughs> okay, what the heck is Bunko? <laughs> Please can you explain that. <laughs> it's a game that, uh, you know, women in their 20 to 30s play in Utah and women in their 80s play in California. <laughs> It's kind of like the mom's night out. Yeah. It's like a monthly gathering where you play dice games and you just talk about all the things that you probably don't want to complain about in front of your family. So, but girls are too cute. I love it. It's basically an excuse for 12 of us girls and it's in a, it's a group thing. And if one of the 12 members can't come, we invite someone to sub. Yeah. (laughs) Very elite. So I was was very committed, very committed. It's a a committed thing. And I actually was looped into this Bunko group by subbing. So that's where fate began. I was a sub for Bunko, you know, Anyway, I, I met Whitney there and she was telling me all about Ivy City Co. This like really cool company she was doing. And, and I always thought it was amazing. And then when this time in my life hit where I just felt like I was supposed to be somewhere doing something else, I get a message from Whitney who I knew a little bit from Bunko, but not super well, asking if her and Tosh could take me out to lunch to like pick my brain or just talk about consulting for marketing. So I'll make this fast, but basically we just fell in love with each other and we went to the cheesecake factory and we got lemonade and chicken and I don't even know what else, but, um, they just told me the vision of 
Ivy City Co. Like they knew what they wanted to do. We have mommy and me. That's our thing. We're rebranding. Like this is the future. And I'm just sitting here listening and my mind is going at a million miles an hour because I just feel so inspired. Like this is my life. Like I love dresses so much. I was going to say that. I'm like, I remember you being like, <laughs> I love dresses. I have a whole rack in my room full of dresses. <laughs> <laughs> and the biggest thing was like, they were small. It wasn't like this was going to be like my huge, like breakthrough moment. It was so I thought, but I just walked away feeling like there's a connection here between the three of us. And I see the vision so clearly, like I have to say yes to this, even if it doesn't make sense financially, like I know this is right. And so I, I said, yes. And honestly, within like two hours, it went from us meeting at Cheesecake Factory to me being a third owner in the company. And it was not formal. Like there were no papers. It was like, I love you. I love you too. Let's do this. Okay. Yes. Let's do this. We'll, I'll start tomorrow. Looking back, like that <laughs> is a big risk. Like we obviously just felt it was right, you know? Right. Well, obviously, like you said, like fate and your own gut intuition and all that, you know, led you to that, which I also appreciate you share because obviously like we all want to think realistically and we all want to think you know, financially and all that, but sometimes you do have to like follow your heart within reason and follow your intuition and your gut. And that's a really vulnerable place to be. And I, you know, think it's really cool that you guys are like, oh no, like this is it. Like, this is right. This is what we're doing. And same with bringing her on as a partner. Right. I think it, it says a lot too, especially because Whitney is our finance girl. So she, I wouldn't, I'd say she's the least risky out of all of us. <laughs> and for her to, you know, walk away from that meeting, like just having that same feeling like this is right. I think, I think there's more than just, I don't know, this is a business. It was like the stars were aligning. It felt, it felt like something more. I don't yeah. think, it, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say Tosh and I always say the Madeline was just like the missing puzzle piece. And now we like actually like all fit together but we really were just missing that like third piece and it just fell. Yeah. Well, and fell I, in the place. I feel like too, like everything Mads had done previous in her life was leading up to joining us and everything me and Whitney had done building IVC to co and getting to where we were. I feel like was meant to like, we were just meant to meet at that time. Like we finally had like come into like our time. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. But I love that. And it's like, like you said, like you just felt it was meant to be and you guys just kind of like, all of a sudden it was like, okay, everything we've been doing now, this makes sense. And I think so many of us, like, especially as entrepreneurs know myself too, like there's so many different paths you take and there's so many things you do. And you're like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Like, am I crazy? And then things will start clicking and you're like, oh, maybe I'm not so crazy. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So I feel like everything up to that point was pretty informal and gut feeling. And then I think we kind of decided if we're going to do this, we're basically starting Ivy 2.0 today. Like we're going to go for it and we're going to try to be really smart about it and also have fun. And I think that's kind of when we say it was like the Renaissance, the rebirth of Ivy city. So it's been about two years since that moment when we rebranded and just went forward with our mommy and me approach. I love it. So cool. So, okay. Thank you for sharing that amazing story. So fast forward to now, you guys have this incredible company that so many women and moms are just like, literally like head over heels in love with like myself, where like you said, you know, before we started recording for you guys, when you really think about Ivy City Co, it's this love and, you know, passion for these dresses and these beautiful moments that 
these mothers get to create for themselves and with their little ones and feel that passion and feel beautiful and feel good and all of that. And you see that, you see that in your pictures, you see that in your posts, you see that in what you guys share and you just feel it. And I feel the same way every time I put on, you know, a piece from you guys, and I'm not just saying that because we're podcasting. Like I've said this to several friends of mine and family that have said like, oh, that's so cute on you. There's just such a happiness about it. And you can feel like that love and passion that you guys have behind the brand. And I think that's why you guys have been successful. Yeah, I really love that. Honestly, there's days where like, I think all of us have, we're like, wow, am, am I spending my time wisely? Like we're, we're moms and like, we're so busy. Maz will be a mom soon. <laughs> but um, honestly, I look at, I'll look at photos. Me and Whit, we're like, oh, we'll just look at photos. And like, it just like hits us so hard. They're like, this is what we're meant to do. And we're like, making this community of women where we get to share like these amazing moments with them. That's really, really priceless. Just like seeing you come home with your brand new baby. Like it's so, so touching to be able to like be a little piece in these like amazing moments with all these women all over the world. I love that. And it's so true. You guys get to be a part of all these amazing moments and milestones and, and, you know, things that are happening for all these different women that are sharing like, Hey, here's me in this dress or here's us twirling around in our closet and trying these on. Like it's so simple yet like so beautiful. And I think that kind of sims up motherhood too, as well. Like, you know, on the mom note, like it's like motherhood can be so crazy and so messy, but it's also so beautiful and can be so simple. And I think again, like Ivy city co kind of reminds you of that when you are trying on these beautiful outfits and you know these really adorable matching beautiful prints and styles and all that and so before we get into the motherhood bit I want to hear how you guys kind of decide overall like on these beautiful aesthetics and you know like the prints and colors I've seen you obviously ask your audience and I've been a part of those polls and everything but like where does the inspiration truly come from without giving too much of your secret away um Honestly, I feel like sometimes we are just inspired by the fabrics that we receive from our manufacturers. Like we were, we just put on a dress sample today and we were just saying how like we literally sat down to design like our fall line and Madeline sat there and like sketched out like kind of what we just weren't, I don't know, we were just like inspired and we were all together and she was just like sketching it out. But I feel like our inspiration comes from all over the place. Like we'll just I don't, we'll just find a beautiful fabric or we'll think of a beautiful silhouette and then we just have, and we can't stop. We can't make that silhouette until we find the perfect fabric to fit. And we'll just keep asking for different fabrics to go with it. And then recently we've been um, working with a new manufacturer down in India and have been doing block printing. And the story of block printing is um, so unique and so awesome and we are more interested in doing stuff like that and we're doing a collaboration right now with someone who um actually designed did like a design and we're turning that into um a dress and it's just fun i don't know so our inspiration kind of comes from all over the place at least for myself yeah and i feel like our design process is not it's not formal it's not fancy <laughs> it's like us meeting up whenever all the kids are asleep, like late at night at the warehouse, sitting on the floor with our shoes off, having like fabric all over the floor. And it's us just like freaking out. Like, oh my gosh, look at this fabric. What if we did it in purple? Okay, we need to do a sleeve like this. Have you ever seen something like that? No, me either. We must do it in a mini. You know, yeah. like it's just us feeding off of each other on the floor of our warehouse. It's so very, informal. Yeah, it's very real time. Like we always say like, we want to be more ahead. We want to be more ahead. And 
we're not one of those companies like we're just sharing this information. <laughs> we're not one of those companies that's like, okay, we have like our fall line planned out like a year in advance. We know what we're doing or, you know, eight months in advance. It's like, we, we really are living in like the now of what it is, what we think is going on right now and what we think, and we're just constantly getting new samples and new ideas. And I think that's also something unique about us too, is we are inspired by what's going on at this time. And it's not six to eight months down the line, you know? I was going to touch on too, that I think we're one of the only companies that actually care about our customer feedback and actually take it into consideration because I kind of feel like I kind of call us this like the millennial designers mm -hmm. because we're not those big, huge brands that do it a year in advance. Like when he said, we, our process is pretty quick and we're always trying to stay on top of the trends before yeah. the trends. And just like late at night, I'll, we'll be inspired and be like, I just like woke up and I want to design this dress and like Mads will have a dress that she just does on her own or I will, or Whitney does. And a lot of times it's all three of us collaborating together, but it's not realistic to be together all the time. And honestly, it's been really beautiful that we just really respect each other and be like, I trust you, go for it. Mm -hmm. And we get be behind each of our designs and it's really just like creating magic together. It's really, really special to get fabric swatches from our manufacturers think of a silhouette, get the design. And sometimes we have to go back and forth till we get it right. Because not only are we making designs, but like we really have a standard, like we don't want people to ever feel like they have to like wear other things over it, or it's too short, or it's not going to cover where it's really flattering. Like we really try to make sure it's a functional piece, well thought out, well made, nursing friendly, bump friendly, kid friendly. <laughs> we really try to cover all those bases. And it's just really fun creating it and getting it here to the pictures, to the website, to the customer. Yeah, I feel like the process is all really done with our small team because I mean, everything that happens from us three designing on like the floor of the office, like we said, to like Tosh does all the measurements herself. Like she cares so much. She spends hours figuring out like what measurement's gonna be good for a tall person with a jumpsuit. And she's like laying on her floor with her baby next to her with the measuring tape, like getting it perfect. So she does all of our size grading and size charts by herself. And we take all the photos ourselves. Like a lot of times the models are like Tosh and her daughter or like Whitney's daughter, us out in a field with me photographing and editing it that night to launch it in the morning. You that know? is why we say we're the dream team because all of our talents together, we really can do a lot of it, just us. I love that. And I, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing wrong at all with like saying like, hey, we don't lay things out six months in advance. Like we don't have this crazy, you know, schedule that we go off of. Because like you said, you guys, you know, two out of three of you are moms and going to be a mom and it's like crazy schedules and busy and life and everything else along with your business. And I appreciate that you share and say, hey, we make it work, but like, it's not like some businesses that you look at and see, this is their model. This is what they do for you guys. It's more like you're really in the creative innovation. You kind of fly by the seat of your pants in a sense, which I love because I'm the same way. And <laughs> you're on the ground on the warehouse, you know, looking at fabrics and doing it when the kids are in bed. And I mean, I just think that's so inspiring and so awesome to share because I'm sure most people don't know that about the three of you. Yeah, they probably don't. Yeah. You know, and it's like, think about how inspiring that is 
for so many moms and women and just anyone listening that is like, wow, I want to start something that's like, wow, well, it's hard, but they're doing it and they love it. And it's truly their passion and their calling and everything else. And so it's working. And I also believe like when you align with the right people or the right message or whatever it may be that you're doing, things do just work. And that's just kind of how it goes. And that's like the way the universe flows. But I think it's so cool that you guys are like, you know, being honest, like, hey, you know, we're, we're shooting and then, you know, we're on the ground at the warehouse trying on fabrics and then we're in the field shooting a picture and that night I'm editing and like you're doing all the things, but you guys are working together and making it happen and like are, you know, not only making it happen, but are actually having a successful business with everything that you guys are doing. And even I was going to ask you, you know, with COVID, I want to know when all that happened, the pandemic and everything, how was that for you guys to actually pivot as a business when you guys are always together? You know, it's crazy because when COVID really hit, we were actually in Texas at the Magnolia market. I don't know if you know what that is. I uh, do share for the rest that don't. Okay, so Joanna Gaines from um, HGTV, she's great. Her and her husband, Chip, they do a TV show. Um, but she hosts this huge market every fall and every spring where she invites small vendors from around the country to come and set up little tents and sell their product. And it's really difficult to get invited to this event. And it had been a big dream for us. And we got to do it last fall and we felt fortunate enough to be invited back for the spring. So we were at the market. We had driven like cross country, like flown out our crew, brought all our inventory, set up our tent. And that was the day that it felt like everything happened. Like basketball, like NBA's canceled, like no March madness, like Tom Hanks has COVID and buy toilet paper. It was like that day when they canceled the market after all of us had driven out and set up our tents, which obviously that, that was the right decision for them to do that. But that's like when it happened. So it felt like it really impacted us immediately because it's not cheap to get order all that inventory and set up and bring our team out to Texas from Utah. And so that was like a turning point for us where we realized like, this is a, a make or break moment because we've invested in this and we've invested in all of our like spring inventory. Like we have to like just stay positive and do what we've got to do, you know? And, and we, we really didn't want to let go of any teammates. Like we had really invested in building an all women like team and we had gotten a warehouse at this point. And so we wanted to do whatever we needed to, to keep our team and to keep our business going. And so we just packed up, went back to Texas, which was kind of frantic, or back to Utah, which was frantic. Um, but we what, just Matt was did driving it. a truck <laughs> back by herself. And me and Whitney bought tickets that night to fly home. We're like, our babies are home. And we just bought all the stuff from like Costco, like pandemic <laughs> mode. I'll never forget we were in we were in like a big car we had rented together. And Tosh and Whitney are like in the back and they're like freaking out. They're like, there's no more green beans on Amazon. The rice is gone. What am I gonna feed my kids? We're like Madeline, just go to every store on your way home and get toilet paper. Yeah, I wasn't supposed to necessarily drive the truck back. Like when I say truck, I mean huge U-Haul, like massive truck. And so me and this girl I barely knew, bless her heart, volunteered to ride with me. We drove it back cross country with a truck full of inventory. I'm like, should we stop at Costco and load up on toilet paper for everyone in Utah? I will never not have toilet paper in my house from now, from now on. <laughs> there will always be an extra pack. <laughs> anyway, that was kind of when it all hit for us. And then we just, you know, we had to make sure like 
we had the right protocols in place for our team at the warehouse so that they felt safe because everyone was scared. It was just such an unknown time. You know, it still is, but I feel like we are fortunate to where like, honestly, sales kind of sucked for a month. Like it was scary because normally that time is like huge for us. Cause we have Easter, Easter Mother's, Day. Mother's Day, like spring collection. And so we had high hopes that just didn't quite hit par. And that was, that was scary, but we just kept going. Like it was going to be okay. And we feel really fortunate that about a month after that things turned around. And I think people were just kind of getting used to, you know, the new normal and they, they were ordering their dresses again. And we feel so lucky that we've been in a place of growth through this. And we've been able to actually hire like five plus more employees to our company since then. And, and we're still going and we're growing and whatever happens, we're just going to face it head on, but it's been challenging, but we've been able to see growth and, and still have good experiences through it. Yeah. So we feel, we feel pretty fortunate. lucky mm-hmm. and fortunate, even though the world is in chaos. Yeah. Well, and that's really good to hear. And I'm happy you guys, you know, were able to figure it out and obviously make things happen, but were you guys, so when everything happened, did you guys have a time then where you three of you were actually apart? Cause I remember when we were trying to record a while back, I couldn't get all of you guys together because of what was going on. So was that challenging not so being was, able to be together? Yeah, I was pregnant. Um, and technically pregnancy in the beginning, like there wasn't a lot of research and it was like, if you're pregnant, you're high risk, right? So like my husband took time off work, like we really secluded our little family with just me being pregnant. And so that is why we couldn't really get together. But yeah, so that's why we had a hard time getting together during COVID because I really was like, I, I didn't see Tosh and Madeline for a while. Yeah. Um, when we were dealing with all of that, I remember we did like a little Easter live or something like that for our followers. And I was at a different. Yeah. So me and <laughs> Mads, um, quarantined you guys quarantined together. together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you guys were quarantined together and then, and then Madeline, you were off on your own. No, no. Oh, so Whitney. Yeah. Whitney, because she was pregnant with her baby Reese, she was oh, high risk off on her own. And yeah. So Madeline and Tosh were together. Yeah. yeah. It, it worked okay. out because like I said, I take the photos of Tosh and her daughter, Annie, they model a lot. So there was like a two to three month period where all of our photos were just Tosh each other. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's kind of the beauty of our e-commerce business though, is we're really fortunate that we didn't have like a brick and mortar that had to shut down. And so base, we really could keep running things pretty smoothly. Our warehouse girls didn't really have contact with anyone. And we took all the like protocol measures that we needed to. That's great. Good, good for you guys. I'm happy. I'm happy to hear that. And I'm glad you were able to kind of figure it out and somewhat pivot and, and make it, you know, work because a lot of businesses, you know, really had, I mean, myself, I, you know, had a lot of trouble uh, trying to figure out, you know, what does this look like in this, you know, quote unquote, new normal or, you know, temporary normal or whatever we're dealing with, you know, how do we make it work? And so that said, that being said, obviously you guys did and you're pushing through and now everything's starting to lift and hopefully be a little bit better. Do you guys feel like during that time, did you find new inspiration? Did anything change from going through that? And like, especially you, Whitney, kind of being off in your own bubble with your family because you were pregnant, like were there, you know, what, was there anything that came from that? Hmm. I feel like we just kept 
pushing forward yeah. and thinking positive. Yeah. Like I, instead of like, I think freaking out and being like, what is the future going to hold? We, we just were like, Hey, we're going to keep designing. Like nothing's wrong. Yeah. And that's kind of the beauty is we can do things like we do work all three of us from home a lot. And I actually feel like I'm most productive when I'm in my own space with my own creativity. Like, so I feel like we just kind of kept doing things the way we were just not seeing each other physically. Right. I think if anything like changes were, I think we just started to value each other in our relationships more because we had to depend on each other like more than ever. And we really had to trust each other in our decisions and because there's never been a scarier time to, you know, submit our inventory requests, you know, like, okay, we're ordering dresses that hopefully people need or want right now, you know? And so we really had to lean on each other. And I think honestly, it made us stronger and it just made us realize like how strong of a team we really are. Um, And if we can get through this, you know, the future will be okay. I love that. And I think that's a great message. And thank you for sharing that because I think you know, a lot of us, myself included, also definitely had a moment of fear and a moment of, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And, you know, what's this going to be? And there's a lot of that, I think, even still for some. And I think it's great that you guys share that you really um, leaned into staying positive, pushing through as much as you could, and really leaned into each other and appreciated one another that much more and use that positivity to further push yourself in your business. And obviously, individually, you know, as your friendship and everything personal too. Yeah. Thanks for saying that. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's, you know, I think that's important because this is, you know, a heavy time for many of us. I think most of us, I think we all have those days where it's hard and we wonder what's going to be and, you know, what's, what's next in 2020 and, you know, all these things and, and we're all, you know, dealing the best we can And I love for you guys to hear that, that, you know, you really did further lean into that positivity. And you also show that again online, like when you go look at, you know, your guys' site and you look at your Instagram and the pictures, like there's always this happiness and this joyfulness and, you know, just to remind people to be positive and to, you know, find those things that do make them happy. Because even as heavy as it can be, there are things in each of our lives that do make us happy, even if sometimes we have to search for it. And so I'm curious for you guys, maybe it's an individual question, maybe it's a group question, like how do you guys feel like you you do, you know, check into when there are things of fear or things are going on, whether it be this or something else, how do you check in for your guys' selves to be able to continue to move forward and also keep that positivity to you? Well, first of all, I just want to say thanks for saying all that because I just wanted to like key in on what you're talking about with finding those joyous and like happy moments, even in the dark times, because really that's, that's where like Ivy city coast stems from. And that's what we want to create. Like dresses, when we think about dresses and the purpose of them, like truly it's, you wear a dress to celebrate something like whether it's like your wedding day, you wear a dress or it's like your baby's like birthday party, or you're going on a first date or you're, you need to dress up for your interview, you know, like, dresses like really play into life when you have new things or things worth celebrating and that's really what we want to hone in on in this time is like how can we remind people that there's still joy to be had and there's still things to celebrate even in difficult times you know it doesn't mean that we're oblivious to them and that we can't do our part to make those hard times better but it means that it's okay to have a good day when things are falling apart 
And if we can make a dress that helps someone realize they can still celebrate, you know, that baby's adoption party or whatever it is, like, that's what we want to be. Like, that's what Ivy City Co's role is in all of this. Um, as far as like, on a personal level, like, hold on. Remember when COVID was, I, there's so much negativity you can find in the world, right? We wanted to do something positive and give people a reason to be happy. And we did that twirl challenge. Oh yeah, we totally did. So we were, I don't know if you saw Allie, but we were challenging everyone to put on your dresses in your house and twirl. And we did this like twirl challenge for a few weeks in the middle of quarantine, in the middle of quarantine. And it was actually super special to just see how many people were like excited to like put on a dress and just twirl in your yard or twirl in your house. Take a break from the sweats. Yeah. So it was, it was cool to kind of help be a positive vibe during that time also. No, I love that. And thank you for sharing that. I do vaguely remember that. I feel like I was either super pregnant or had just given birth. <laughs> I can't remember. Baby brain, mom brain. But I do remember that. And I love that you guys, you know, tapped into that and were like, how do we make this a positive space? How do we do something fun? And something as simple as a twirl challenge, you know, get dressed, feel good. I completely agree with you guys and love that because obviously, you know, as a stylist and fashion expert, like I tell people all the time, like, clothing is so transformational like there is so much that goes into when you put something on how you feel and your mood and what a color might do and what a certain fabric might do like there's so much to it and so I think that's also probably why I love you guys so much because I feel that whenever I wear your guys's clothing and I feel like that happiness and that passion and I just think like that's so incredible that you also like tapped into that during COVID to be like hey how do we just do something fun? Okay, everyone loves to like get dressed up. Okay, maybe you're not going somewhere this time, but like let's get dressed up in our home and twirl and just have fun. Yeah, it was it was super fun. Yeah, no, and I appreciate you guys saying too, like, you know, that for all of you, like there's obviously been dark moments and that was kind of also kind of the passion and mission behind Ivy City Co. of like the way dresses make you feel. I think that that's really so beautiful for so many to hear and to think of when they're purchasing a dress to experience like that that's what you had behind it. It wasn't just like, oh, look how cute this dress is and how trendy it is. Like, that's great. But there is like a real mission behind it. Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah, that's, I love that. Well, I mean, so you guys are, so all of you are going to be moms, but we are moms except for Madeline's going to be a mom, right? Right. Someday. Okay. <laughs> yeah I have a baby coming in April so we're really excited that's amazing congratulations thanks so, so you guys are all moms you know gonna be a mom how do you feel like you're able to and I hate the word balance how do you feel like you're able to like have harmony with mom life and your business and your careers or find, you know, that synergy and do things. Obviously you mentioned, you know, meeting at night, you know, on the floor, which I love, but like, I'm just curious for any, you know, one listening that maybe feels like it's really hard to be able to even just handle mom life and then add a business to it. What would be maybe your guys' advice or how do you feel like you guys handle that? I'll talk first and I'll let Wit say her thoughts also. So for me, obviously there's times where I'm like, gosh, I'm doing too much. Like I, why am I doing so much? Like you feel that mom guilt. And I think that's normal for everyone, but I always go back to think like, why did I start this? Like, why did I feel this need? And I just, I feel really strongly that every woman needs to have that creative outlet, whether it is your job or 
you are a, a stay-at-home mom and that is obviously everyone's priority, but you have something for you. And that's kind of what Ivy City Co. is, is it's, it's something for me. It's my creative outlet and I'm so proud of it and I'm so passionate about it. I always joke that it was my fourth baby <laughs> or it was my fifth baby because there I had this huge break in between my first three that I started Ivy right after I had my third. And it was, that was my fourth baby. Like that I put my heart and soul into it. And then I felt like kind of, I just wasn't done having kids and I couldn't put it behind me. So I'm so grateful I have my fourth little girl. But I, I think the biggest thing to say is you don't have to give up your dreams or your passions. It's all about balance. It's not going to be easy. I work really hard as we all do, but I wake up really early or I stay up really late, whichever one I choose. And I really just, it's not just doing work and family. Like I really try to balance my relationship with my husband, with my kids, with my work, with my having my meditation and my church and my working out. And I just think it's really comes down to balancing it and making time for all of it, which is way easier said than done. But I just, I think that it's really important to still have those passions and those creative outlets that you can do aside from the stuff you do daily with your family. No, I think that's great. And I love that you said that. And like I said, I'm not a huge fan of the word balance because I think the balance, like to me, it kind of has this like negative connotation because like, you're always trying to balance one or the other and it's never going to be fully balanced. So that's why I'm always like, okay, how do you find that harmony, that synergy, like that some kind of flow where you feel like it's, you know, working overall, obviously there's days where it's just not going to, but overall, how do you make that work? And I love that you just mentioned meditation. Can you share a little bit about that? Because meditation for me personally has been a game changer in my life, in my personal, in my relationship with my girl. I mean, just my business, everything. I feel like it's transformed me so much. 100%. I feel like if I don't get that me time to just kind of be quiet listen to my thoughts, write my thoughts down, um, read whatever inspirational things you want to do. I just, I found for me, whenever I wake up early, as hard as it is, I have such a better day when I have that like hour of peace before my kids wake up. I'm such a better mom, wife, coworker, everything. And meditation for me sometimes is just waking up and sitting with my thoughts or stretching. I like to do yoga or even this morning, like I was riding my bike and I was just like having so much clarity, just having that quiet time with myself. But what about, what about you guys? What do you feel like you? I feel like I have been a little out of whack the past year. <laughs> she just had a two week old baby. So, so my, yeah, it's been, been kind of crazy the last little bit, but, um, honestly, I feel like it also comes down like pretty much everything Tosh said, like just balancing your family and really focusing on, um, giving, not always having the computer out and really giving my kids attention, like real full attention has been huge. And, um, also I think a lot of it is relying on each other too. Like there are always days where like one of us are just like, Hey guys, like today is not my day. Like I need to focus on my family today, or I need to focus on myself. And that's why it's so great to have each other and to be able to have a team together because we really can balance everything with each other and went like you know I just had a baby and they're able to you know let me take that time off and my husband always says to me that like 
if I wasn't working, I wouldn't be happy. And it's, it's like, so true. You just have to find the best way to do it for yourself, you know? And I think once you just get into a good routine, like Tosh said, like I'm, a, I'm such a morning person, not when I'm pregnant or have a newborn, <laughs> but <laughs> that's my best time too, is like, I would get up and I'd have my me time first and exercise and then, you know, focus on the kids and then, and then be able to get my work in. And a lot of it is in the evenings too. It's just kind of whenever we can type of things right now, but I think just being able to, to not all, I think a big part for me that I've had to learn is just not always, not always have it in your mind. Like I, I actually have learned, I feel like a lot from Tosh on this over the last couple of years of her being able to balance her family. She's really good at like just tuning it off where I always would be like reading through everything. And like, she's really good at just being like, Hey, I'm taking a break and I'm focusing on this with my family for right now. And I, I, have learned to do that better this last year to like really be focused on one thing at a time and not just have so many it's too chaotic if you're trying to do all the same it is yeah it totally is one to go back to saying balance it's not to say it's easy or every day is balanced it's not (laughs) because like one day it's like i can't do anything my baby's not taking a nap or work's not going well there's just always my house is a mess i think it's just a good thing to remind yourself that you're not striving for perfection like me personally I just, I'm like, I just need some progress. As long as like, Mm -hmm. I see progress in the future, like that's all I think you can ask for. Yeah. I would say that. And I love you said progress. Like I just, I think that, you know, that's such a great word and such a great message because you're right. It is like, especially as moms, messy homes, you know, baby doesn't want to nap or like Arlie's napping right now on my shoulder. Like, you know, it's like you just, some days just don't look the way you think they're going to. I feel like especially a lot of days, especially when you have little ones. And it's like the fact that you just said that like hit such a chord in me when you just said progress. It's like, you're right. As long as you're seeing progress, as long as there's some kind of productivity happening in some way, shape or form, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. And it doesn't have to be everything and you're you're 100 percent right when you guys say like you can't do it all together like it just can't happen that way right yeah for sure it's just just noticing the things that you can do every day just like cleaning your house i'm like oh doing all at once is like driving me nuts but like as long as there's like little progress and things that you're achieving and with ivy it's like oh my gosh we have so much we want to do and it's overwhelming when you think of it all at once but if you look at it, it's just like little milestones. It's totally doable. And I think that relates to everything in life. Totally. I was going to say, as someone who is not a mom yet, watching Tosh and Whitney, like things I've learned from them that hopefully I can um, put into practice in my future is they do a really good job of a few things. Like one, they're really good at asking for help when they need it. Like guys today, like my family's just crazy. Like, can you help with X, Y, and Z? And we're never like judgy. Like, oh, you're not going to do that. It's always like, yeah, I'm going to get you girl. Cause I know you're going to get me when I need it. And they're really good at, um, yeah, I was just going to say they're really good at, it makes me emotional. Sorry. I, mm-hmm. I'm just excited to be a mom and they've done such a good job of making me not scared because I have, I have a lot of anxiety and I, I don't have like any nieces or nephews, so I've never really known how people do it all or have kids and working close with them has given me so much faith that like I can be a businesswoman and I can stay an artist without like sacrificing parts of me and still be a good mom because these girls aren't just moms, like they're good moms. Like you can tell their kids feel loved and their kids are inspired by what they do. Like 
their little girls like are so lucky to have moms that show them that they can work hard, play hard and still like have time for family. And that is such an inspiration to me. And I just think if, if anyone is scared, like to try to find that balance and like do everything they want, like all you can do is try and go for it. And like Tosh said, like, just look for that progress. Like there is no perfection like who even defines what perfection is you know like as long as you're finding joy and like you are trying and you're learning and and loving along the way like it's all going to be beautiful and it's going to work out I love that that's such a great message and thank you for being so you know real and emotional it's true with motherhood you know it's I felt I, I love hearing this from all of you because I felt the same way, you know, when I became a mom, I was super overwhelmed. And most people that have followed my show know that this show was born out of my postpartum depression because I needed to just vent and feel like I wasn't alone. And I went through very heavy postpartum depression and it was very hard for me. And I think a huge part of it being so hard for me was the fact that in my mind before I even had Amelia was that I had to be like this perfect mom and I had to be able to, you know, do all these things and I couldn't let go of my career, but I also couldn't, you know, not be a good mom and all these things. And I put so much pressure on myself and looking at the outside world and social media and everything that just is so as we all know, a highlight. And it was just like, oh my gosh, I put so much on myself of that, that I didn't let myself actually enjoy like what you're describing of like what you're actually seeing within your own friends and community and business partners. And that's so beautiful because I just didn't have that. And it was so hard for me to step into, but now being a mom of two and having a million early, I feel like it's as much as it's so much harder because there's two, there's so much more beauty. I, I feel so much more just in my own flow of how to be a good mom and dedicated mom and still be really good at what I do with my business and know that like I am doing a good job all around and that like most important, like you said, of being a mom and inspiring my girls and letting them see how hard I work and everything I do and bring them into that. And I think like there's just so much beauty and power in that for your children to see. And like for you, especially becoming a mom, for you to feel, to be like, I'm going to be okay because you will be, and like, it, it will be beautiful. And it's just like, I think so many times we, because of society think that again, we have to choose one or the other and you just don't. Yeah. 100%. I feel like you don't have to choose. And that's, it's like Rome wasn't built in a day. You just look for the little um, progress in each day. And I also liked it. Like, I also, I don't want to like portray to everyone, like you have to have a business and a, and a family and you can do it all. Right. Like being a mom is, I feel like being a mom is a full-time job. Right. Yeah. And it's just oh, it's a full-time like, job. Yeah. You follow <laughs> your passion and it'll work out. Like that's the way I said, every mom has their own creative outlet, whether it's your job or something you don't make money at, that's totally fine. And it's just like, as long as you have that creative outlet, I feel like you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. No. And I think that's a great message too, because you're right. It's like not every single person wants to have a job and be a mom. They just want to be, you know, a mom. And that is a full-time job. 100%. My mom was a mom to myself and my two brothers and she was a homemaker. And that was her full-time job, like full-blown J-O-B, did that all day, all night. That was her. But she definitely had her outlets as well for needing to have little hobbies and things she would do to make herself feel good and fill up her cup. And I think that's another really good message is like, 
you know, it, it, it's, it is a full-time job being a mom, whether you have one, two, three, whatever it may be, like, and everything else, it kind of comes, it obviously comes second, but at the same time, you know, like you said, for you ladies, like you find that passion and you find what you love and you follow it and you make those little steps in progress and you figure it out. And which you guys have obviously been doing for the last five years, Ivy City Co. So with that being said, where is Ivy City Co. going? Or like, what can you share that maybe is coming? Or, you know, like, what is it you guys are working on that you'd want to talk about? I'll let Matt take it, but I just want to say, I feel like sky's the limit. <laughs> I feel like we just keep reaching for the stars, but I'll let Matt go. Okay, we have a lot that we're dreaming up, but I can't share it all. All I say, all I will say is that in the next three to five years, we're hoping to expand some of our categories. So obviously we're all dresses right now, but we are looking into like adding a little boy matching option into our lineup. Um, we've talked like hair accessories. We've talked shoes. I'm not making promises here and we haven't told anyone this. So you should feel very, ex this is exclusive listening, but we have talked shoes, you know, we've talked little coats and matching more matching mommy and me items outside of dresses. Um, we always want dresses to be our thing, but that's a big goal for us is to expand our categories. Um, and then at the moment, we're only found on our website, but if the right partners came along, we may be open-minded to selling Ivy City Co. in a couple places that are more accessible to more people. I won't drop any names, but that could be a reality in the next few years. Um, and yeah, we just want to keep getting our stuff known and into more hands. But for now, I'm just going to let you know that we're going to expand our categories and I'll leave it there. I love that. No, that's awesome. And obviously I'm not, <laughs> I'm not asking for secrets. <laughs> I just want to know, you know, a little tea and if there's anything you guys wanted to share or promote or anything like that. Well, you three ladies are just, you know, I knew this would be so much fun and so inspiring just because I'm literally madly in love with your guys' line. I mean, I think you guys know by now, you see I pretty much stalk every single thing you guys post. I comment the minute you post something. I swear, I'm not even like that with like half my friends engagement-wise on social, but like every time I see a piece from you guys, I'm just like, oh, I love that. Oh my gosh, I love the design of this. I love the aesthetic. Oh, I could see like your heart behind it. I just love what you guys are doing and how amazing the three of you work together. So thank you so much for being here and sharing on my show. Tell us where, of course, we can find you and follow you and check out Ivy City Co. and all that good stuff. So you can find us online, uh, ivycityco.com, Instagram, Ivy City Co., Facebook, Pinterest. <laughs> Man, where else? <laughs> and we just want to say how grateful we are for your support and you just like loving us and like for who we are and what we are and your support and like just connecting with people like you has really been such a That's beautiful, so inspiring thing of what, what we've done with Ivy. We're so grateful. Thanks, Sarah. Well, you guys are amazing. And I love always rocking, you know, your amazing designs. I know there's a lot more to come definitely between uh, the four of us as well. So I look forward to supporting you guys much more. And thank you so much for being here. Until next time, guys. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Everything with Allie Levine. If you loved this episode, please leave a review, screenshot this episode, tell a friend, tag us on social media, subscribe. Tune in weekly for new episodes and to continuously be uplifted, empowered, and inspired.